Welcome back to another episode of Eye of the Storm, a Guelph Storm podcast with myself, the voice of the Guelph Storm on Rogers TV, Ryan Drury. I'm very pleased to be joined by another great guest from the team, and it's a man that we all get a pretty good look at, especially on Friday nights. We're used to seeing this guy in action, the one they call Friday Night Lights himself, Braden Gillespie. Braden, how are you, my friend? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. Let's let's touch on that right away out, out of the hopper here, okay? Tony Saxon from GuelphToday.com, who's been covering the storm a long time, he kind of bestowed that moniker on you, and we ran with it. What do you think of the nickname? Because your your team's got quite a few unique ones that we toss around, and yours sticks out. Oh, I love it. I mean, it just started from the start when I came up with the team, and it's lived on. I can't believe it's still going to this day, but it's awesome. Every time listening to Friday Night Lights, it just puts a smile on my face. I'm glad you like it. We'll keep it going for you then. And uh, the lights have been shining bright ever since you started coming up and making appearances. And most of them last year, Braden, were on Friday nights because, of course, you were kind of jumping back and forth between the uh, GOJHL's Air Centennials, who mostly played home games Saturday. So you were available Friday nights. And eventually the team signed you and, and made sure that you were going to be a permanent part going forward. But that had to have been pretty hectic last year. I mean, it's not like Air and Guelph are far away by any means, but just juggling the two leagues, what was that like for you, that whole experience going up and down? The whole experience, the teams really did everything for me, just making it so easy to transition from staying with Air on Thursday nights, playing the game, then getting called up Friday nights to play with Guelph. The team did everything for me. So it was pretty easy because I drove myself to um, air all the time so Guelph's basically a little bit closer than air which is nice on the gas money but it was it was awesome I I loved it and I couldn't have asked for a better way obviously playing in the GOJHL we've seen a lot of great players start there it's a tremendous development league I've covered it for years particularly the conference that the air centennials find themselves in just having covered the Listowel Cyclones for so long What's that league like? Because I still feel like it's so underrated, but the people that play in it and are around it, they love it. It's such a great league, eh? Oh, it's an amazing league. Everybody cares so much. And I just want to say a big thanks to Air Centennials for taking me in and doing such a great job. Like they have, they run a fantastic organization there from the coach, the GM to the players. Everybody's just amazing. But to get back to the league, I mean, it's basically very similar to the OHL. You got players you can rip a puck very fast, and it just it made the transition easy, jump into the O right away because it's very similar. Now let's talk about your time, obviously, in the OHL. Let's let's look at this year. You kind of came in during a period for the team last season when you started making appearances where the team was struggling a little bit, but had a tremendous run down the stretch. You were obviously a huge part of that alongside Patrick Lever. You know, now you look toward this year and you knew you were a full-time member coming in. You had a full camp. What was the difference like in the experience for you coming in, maybe with a little more swagger, a little more confidence knowing, Hey, I, I might be the guy here. It was just building off from the summer, really. Just focused on myself during the summer and worked on things that could I needed to improve at for this season. But, I mean, Oster, when I first came up, he did such a great job of helping me show the way around the league and how, like, how they do it up there. And then when Lever came over, it was just a great experience learning from an older guy like him. His work ethic and practice was just second to none. 
he's always in the gym stretching and he just taught me all his ways. And I mean, I couldn't thank him enough, but I mean, going in the Sierras, it was fun. Like you just have a smile on your face walking in the camp. It was different because you just want to prove yourself even more every time you step on that ice to the coaches and to George. So it was great. Well, you're certainly doing that. You're off to an unbelievable start to this year. You had an excellent GOJHL season last year, and you're off to a fantastic start in the OHL so far. Tell us a little bit about your team because you're the guy on the ice that kind of has the most unique seat in the house, if you will. You get to see everything unfolding. You get to see your teammates out there battling and doing all the little things in front of you and offensively. Tell us a little bit about this group and your kind of lay of the land because this seems like a really, really fun team, Braden. Oh, it's a great team. Every one of those guys is amazing in there. And honestly, we're just a very fast team. And then we're so sound defensively that it makes my job easy this year, just getting all those perimeter shots and covering up the rebounds. But yeah, as you guys can probably see, they can score goals in bunches and they're so fast and just very well defensively. Tell us a little bit about your battery mate this year. Obviously, Damian Slavic, who came over. He was an import, highly touted as well, coming over from Slovakia. Gets his first OHL win the other night, and he was spectacular. He only let one by him. He made a ton of big saves. You've been around him a lot here. Tell us a little bit about this kid. What's he like? You know, what, what's it like, your partnership, the two of you in the blue paint? Oh, we talk every day, and we just do everything together. So it's fun, like learning from what he had to deal with in Europe and just how it translated back to here. But he, it was awesome. He played unreal the other day and getting the win for us, which was huge and the Flint Firebirds team. And it's just learning from each other. It's pushing each other every day in practice. He's a competitor. He loves, he loves the sport. So it's just a great guy to talk to. He's got good character. So he's just a great guy to be around. And it's an interesting mix too, because you kind of have two different goalies. He's a little bit more of, of a bigger guy who kind of swallows up space. And you're a little bit more on the smaller side in terms of modern goalies, Braden. But that hasn't affected you at all. Like I said, you are among the league leaders, not just in the OHL to start this season, but across the CHL. You're having a torrid start in net. I want to take you back to youth hockey. And I know you're from Oakville. You grew up in that area. I know you spent some time in North York playing for Vaughn U16. Take us back and, and tell us a little bit about what it was like for you growing up and when you first got involved in the game and, and what made you want to be a goalie? Well, what made me want to be a goalie is my dad was a goalie actually as well. So it ran in the family. So I was just like, I was looking up to my dad and I was like, I want to be a goalie. So he threw me in there at probably around six or seven years old, and I fell in love with the position. I played Oakville Rangers for seven years. The team was incredible, like great group of guys. A bunch of them are still playing high-level hockey everywhere, so it's just great to see that. And then I went to North York Rangers for two years before COVID hit, and it was a great organization there, and it was just a cool experience going from the OMHA to the GTHL. Now, obviously, you know, you, you mentioned your, your dad played the position, which is kind of a cool lineage story. Uh, were there, uh, I know in my basement and many hockey players' basements, there were some damaged walls, a couple holes in the drywall maybe. Was dad taking shots on you and did anything get damaged? Was mom a little upset at times? 
No, I don't think mom was too upset at all. But yeah, my dad and I would always go down in the basement and just he would fire pucks at me. I'd throw on a chest protector, helmet, glove and blocker and he would fire pucks. And then my sister would come down because she plays hockey as well. So she missed the net a little bit more. So there was a couple holes from both of us shooting pucks, but it was awesome. We'll make sure your sister doesn't see that part of the clip. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to ask you as well, you know, when you're a little kid, you know, you look up to so many great players and everybody kind of had an idol when they were a little kid, when you were down in the basement, taking shots from your dad and, and your sister, who were you picturing yourself as what goaltender were you kind of looking up to as a little kid? I mean, it's pretty obvious, probably everybody's the same answer is Carey Price, just of how patient he is and how he plays the game. He made everything look so easy. So every time I was down there, I have a Montreal Canadiens blanket, so it's just every time I was trying to be like him. Hey, listen, Montreal scouts, if you're watching this, you got a guy here, you know, you might want to have a look at this kid. Um, I, I want to ask you a little bit about your style as well. You know, obviously you mentioned Carey Price and just how efficient he is and he just looked like a robot out there at times, just so mechanical. We've seen goalies, you know, they, you guys get a bit of a reputation as being the weird guys, you know, on the <laughs> team in terms of, you know, your routines. You can see I'm a Capitals fan. I watch Brayden Holpe do that robot thing in warmups for years. Do you have any quirky little things that you do that guys have pointed out to you? Like, hey, what's he doing over there? No, not really. I'm not really that superstitious with anything. Okay. I have to do this, or I'm not really that weird. I just love to play sewer with the guys before, and then get dialed in from there and do warm up with them and just throw a ball against the wall. Pretty easy one. There you go. Okay. So, yeah, a little plain Jane. I like it. Hey, the results are working for you. I want to mention uh, as well, you know, obviously growing up and reaching the level that you have so far along your hockey journey there's kind of a time where it kicks in and it starts becoming a little more serious and guys start trying to understand a little bit more about nutrition, working out, how that all fits into your routine. When did that kind of corner turn for you as a kid, Braden? When did you start kind of really paying attention to all those little things? I mean, I think it really started to unpack me during COVID. That's when it really like hit everything and with nutrition and then working out because you didn't have hockey every day. So it's just eating right to like, keep your body in shape and then going to the gym as much as you can. Now, obviously, I, I mentioned, you know, there's been such a push over the last number of years toward bigger goalies you see guys in the nhl the monsters vasilevsky and guys like that but there's also a lot of guys that are playing right now that are a little on the smaller side you see soros jonathan quick and have had a ton of success when you're playing in net like and someone's coming in on a three on two or an odd man rush what's going through your mind playing behind this Guelph storm defense with so many good defenders? Like what's, what's the process like? Because a lot of us out there are watching you and we're wondering how on earth you're reacting to some of these situations. What's going through your mind. It's really trusting the defense. Like we have a great decor here. So I trust them a ton. So they would take the passes away from me and it's just getting out far enough. So I take up as much as possible for the guy with the puck. Now, obviously, you're the first goalie that we've had on the show. And so I'm just very interested in kind of that mental game because I don't think that there's a more mentally taxing position other than maybe quarterback, maybe a pitcher uh, in sports than a hockey goaltender. So I want to throw some names at you, some guys, 
if they were coming in on a breakaway on you, what would you kind of try and do? Let's start with the big cat over here. Alex Ovechkin's coming in full steam ahead. He's not going to uncork a slap shot. He's going to try and dangle you. What are you trying to do against Ovi? Really just probably trying to match his speed when he's coming in. And like, if he's flying, then I'll be quicker backing up and just really holding my feet as long as possible because then it puts me at an advantage that if he makes a first move and I don't bite and he makes that second move, I'm right on top of him. So he doesn't really have anything left. What about Sid? If Sid's coming in, he's got that lethal backhand. He's got that really straight curve, really almost no curve to it at all. What are you thinking if Sid's got some space on you? Oh, I mean, I I would be scared for whatever he's got in store for me. But, I mean, just hope, just don't bite on the first move and hope to stop the fuck after because he's so, all of them are so skilled and so talented and they have so many different tricks up their sleeve that it's really just trusting yourself and knowing that you could stop them if you fall, like if you track them and look at the stick. I was talking in the broadcast booth the other day, your last start. I actually believe it was the shutout that you earned your second career shutout against the Erie Otters. It might've been that far back. I was chatting with the color voice of the Guelph storm, Eric Lachance on the radio. And he had mentioned that he was talking to you at Lords and had asked you if you were a baseball player, because your glove hand is so good. And it turns out you did play some ball. Tell us a little bit about that and how you think it maybe helped your glove hand because it's a sharp one. Oh, I think it made the biggest difference in the world playing baseball. And it only helped goalie as well, like playing shortstop. I grew up playing shortstop for the Oakville A's for several years. And then I moved during COVID to the Ontario Blue Jays. But it was honestly, it's baseball what's made my glove hand so good. It's like when they fire those balls back at you, you got to be quick and react because sometimes you have no idea where that ball's going. So it's just reaction time for sure. But I mean, just playing catch with my dad out in front, it made my glove hand so good. And I've been good all the way up. So hoping to continue that. It's pretty good. Yeah, you've made some stunners with it. You've been on a few save of the night reels and I'm sure it will continue. Uh, we've been very impressed with your proficiency with the big mitt. Obviously, you're you're you must be a huge baseball fan. Uh, are you a Jays fan? Is it safe to say? Yeah, I'm a Jays fan. Very disappointed of what happened this year. But <laughs> yeah, yeah I was gonna ask. I'll stick by them for now. For now, yes. Uh, we'll we'll see. I I don't know if I'm a big fan of the whole front office coming back, but that's neither here nor there. What do you think went wrong for them this year? Like, I I just looked at them and thought, where did all the power go? Where did all the home runs go? That's that's exactly what I was talking about with my billets while we were watching the game. Like, where did all this hitting go? Like, they couldn't hit a ball to save their lives near the end. But I guess that's when it counts the most is on the playoff time. So I guess the batch just fell asleep. Now, we're we're talking in the midst of the CS series, both both championship series. Who do you think's going to take this thing? I Like, can anybody stop Philly? Like, they just look like they're on a mission. I, I think they might do it. Yeah, that's that's who I'm rooting for right now. Just watching Bryce Harper growing up, he was my like for baseball, just my idol. Like just how he controls himself. Like he just plays with so much confidence and like swagger. So it's just looking up to him, and I hope he can do it. Yeah, he's a big dog, and he's he's eating right now. And obviously, we want to shout out Rob Thompson, of course, good Canadian guy, is the manager of the Phillies. So there's still some Canadian content in there for us. I agree with you. I think the Phillies will do it. 
You know, I've mentioned that I've talked to a few of your teammates already last week. Your captain was on and, you know, I've kind of asked all the guys, you know, if you could pick a goal song, what would it be? Well, I can't really ask you that. Although, you know, you could score a goal. You never know. We've seen it done. I guess maybe, I guess maybe what I'll pose to you is if you could pick a victory song, say after a big shutout, like the other night against the Erie Otters, if, if you had a victory song that you could pick that would play at the end, is there one that pops to the front of your mind? Oh, that's a great question. I don't know. It's kind of like they're, I'm a big country guy, so it'd have to be one of those like, ooh, I'm trying to think now. Like, this is tough. Um, Season of the Sticks is a great song. That would be my probably win song just because it's one that everybody can sing and have a fun time to. Ooh. Yeah, I'd probably have to go with Season of the Sticks. I like it. And I'm noticing a trend here. Your your team, big country dressing room. You guys yes. love your country. Is that kind of the predominant playlist pump-up music? Yeah, especially after practices. It's just full country, so we're all jamming out the country music. Wow, it's interesting. I, I'm still searching for a, a metalhead friend on the team. I'm still searching for some Metallica, some Pantera. Is there anybody in the room that I can turn to, Braden? I'm I'm not sure if there is. They're probably hiding from all of us with all the country <laughs> music. So I guess you're going to have to keep asking people because I couldn't tell you. Fair enough. That's all right. It's an acquired taste. I get it. It's loud. It's noisy. Uh, I want to ask you as well. Obviously, you know, you grew up and you watched all these great NHL goalies. But, you know, you mentioned that your dad played the position and it's got to be kind of cool for your family to be able to kind of see you have this level of success when you first kind of broke in. I'm sure your first game with the storm was a big deal. I remember the night. Well, your first shutout, your first win, all that stuff. It's got to be pretty cool for your family to not only be so close by, because not everybody kind of has that luxury of having their family right there. It's got to be pretty cool to not only a have them close by, but b be able to watch so closely all the success you're having. Oh, it's amazing! Just the my family support, like throughout all these years, they've always been driving me to hockey practices early in the morning, driving to Toronto because I'm from Oakville, right? So that North York drives pretty bad when there's rush hour traffic. But my dad sat through it all with me, so I just couldn't thank my family enough for all they're done, and I'm just continuing to. Hope, hopefully impress them and make them proud while playing the position I love. So obviously every kid, they want to play in the NHL someday. You've got quite a skill set, and you've, you've started the league or, or this league season off. I should say on fire. You're doing a great job. If you were to sell yourself to some scouts and break your game down, your style of play, what would you tell them? What's on your scouting report, Braden? Very competitive. We'll battle through any screen for any puck to make that next save. Um, very controlled with my movements. Just everything simple. Good rebound control. Not letting pucks squeak out and having to battle. But when it's necessary, battling for those pucks. And just a competitor. Honestly, that's the biggest thing. I hate losing. So just I like games it. is everything. I like it. Well, we can tell. And and that kind of goes back to that old mantra, right? Hate losing more than you love winning. And you can tell that there's a lot of that on that Guelph bench. And speaking of that bench, you know, playing for Chad Wiseman and the staff there, and obviously under George, who's a legend in the game. 
what's that experience been like for you? Because it, it looks like, again, you guys are having a lot of fun down there and have a really, really close group. Oh, it's unbelievable. Chad's done an amazing job with the coaching staff as well. Like they're all just great people to talk to when, when you need and ask for advice. And they're always there to help us. So, and George as well, just always being there for us and talking. It's just, it's a great group of guys, of players and coaches. So it's going to be a fun year for us. It certainly started out fun and we're having fun watching it. I'm, I'm sure you can tell if you watch the reels, we're, we're having a good time watching you guys. I want to ask you a little bit about, you know, obviously the OHL, there's lots of long bus rides. There's plenty of lengthy road trips. You guys, as we record this are heading into a three and three. Um, obviously there's going to be some, some Netflix consumed some TV shows. So I got to ask you, I've asked all your team. I've gotten some, some interesting answers. What are you consuming? Are there any shows or movies that you're, you have downloaded that are a go-to on the bus rides? Um, I'm rewatching Ted Lasso. I love the show. I'm a big fan. Like he's a I love great it. actor and just awesome. Um, Shorzy as well with the new season coming out. That's on downloads watching all those and then another one would probably be prison break uh, you're the second prison break i cam allen big prison break guy i i like this yes the first couple seasons of that are incredible i keep trying to plug everybody you gotta watch peaky blinders that's my big netflix show check out if you like prison break you'll probably like peaky blinders um no and and shorzy is well, is there anything funnier on TV right now than Shorzy? I, I don't think so. Uh, it, it's a it's a pretty good time. Braden, I've also kind of ended off all my player interviews so far with all your teammates. And again, I've had some very interesting answers. So I'm interested to hear what you think as, as a goalie, as the guy that has the best view of the ice and sees the game very differently. I'm really interested to hear your answer here. If you could build a dream lineup, a dream starting lineup, where obviously you're in net, so there's five guys out there in front of you. It could be anybody, your teammates, NHL guys, doesn't matter, any players. Who would you put out there on the ice with you? Let's start up front. Who's playing center? I think Sidney Crosby would take that. Just growing up, watching him play, and scoring the game-winning goal for Team Canada, I think I would have to go with him at center. Um, right wing, probably Jack Quinn, because I know that's probably not one someone's expecting, but I trained I like him, it. and I was – looked up to him and he's worked so hard and he's got everything going for him. And then left wing ooh, player. I was a big Brendan Gallagher fan growing up. So I think it'd be pretty cool to share the ice with him. Um, defense probably. Oh, now I'm trying to think here. Shea Theodore on Vegas. I like that. that. An interesting one. Um, I think Shea Weber too. Just how hard he shoots that puck. I think that would be a cool experience. Weber and Thornton uncorking uh, or Theodore, pardon me, Weber and Theodore uncorking slap shots. That would be pretty intimidating. I don't know if you would see the puck very much with that lineup. They would probably keep it away from you quite a bit. I, I like it. It's an interesting lineup. Jack Quinn. How about that? Yeah, I, it's just like I trained with him all summer and during COVID and stuff and I looked up to him for a lot of that, just how hard he works and what he does off the ice to make him so good. That's an interesting one. Yeah. Cause he's a really key young player in that Buffalo team. Like how did that connection come about? 
really it was just look um one of the trainers reached out and say i know you're from the area like would you want to come out and go on the ice during COVID? And i was like yeah for sure so i show up there and brant clark graham clark and jack quinn are there so i mean it was a pretty surreal moment just looking up to them and hearing their names throughout like the ohl and the stuff on the ice was them with them was a pretty cool experience that would be really, really cool. Well, it's been very cool to talk to you. It's been great to have you on the show. I really uh, appreciate your time. And uh, again, like I said, you're off to a rock solid start. You've been red hot in the blue paint. And uh, we're looking forward to a lot more Friday Night Lights shining, uh, not just on Fridays, but uh, throughout the rest of the season. Braden, uh, congrats so far on your success. And thanks so much for doing this, my friend. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Remember, you can find this show on all the best podcast apps, including Spotify and Apple. And you can watch the show on our YouTube channel. Just search Eye of the Storm, a Guelph Storm podcast. And remember, for all your ticketing needs, visit the Guelph Storm website or the box office at Sleeman Center, where you can come get tickets and watch this guy, Braden Gillespie, play net for the Guelph Storm. Till next week, that's it for Eye of the Storm. <laughs>